Hey gorgeous, you are listening to the Live Courageously podcast, a show created just for you, the aspiring woman who's ready to take action and step into her courageous life. I'm your host, Nicole Coker, and my mission is to leave you feeling empowered to pursue your wildest dreams and equip you with the tools you need to live courageously. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Live Courageously podcast. I'm very excited because today I'm here with Alexa Cheryl, and she's going to be telling us all about how to vote, a little bit about herself and her pageant that she is currently with. So I'm so excited to welcome Alexa. Hey, Alexa, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. So tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and what you like to do. Sure. Um, so, uh, I'm Alexa Cheryl. I am from Long Island, New York, as you can probably tell by my accent. Uh, I am the current Miss Spirit of New York. I was just crowned just a couple weeks ago. Uh, I started my pageant journey, uh, about two years ago with USA National Miss, and, uh, uh, I work in politics. I run political campaigns, and, uh, I love to sing, watch Netflix, and that's a lot about me. <laughs> yeah, so we just did a pageant inter- live interview, yeah. um, and I thought that your pageant experience and how you got started was just so interesting. Could you share that here? Yeah, sure. I'll try to give the long story short because I feel like I went on uh, a long time <laughs> with that one. <laughs> but um, so the long story short is I've loved pageants for my entire life. And always was kind of like this positive fan, like would watch it and come up with predictions Mm -hmm. and all that. And then uh, when I started dating my boyfriend, I like, like I like told him, like it was like, you know, one of those moments I was like, hey, something I have to tell you, like, I love pageants. Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, actually, my cousin does them. (laughs) and uh he introduced me to her and me and her became best friends and uh she was competing and she had done uh national american miss she was national american miss uh massachusetts uh junior teen and teen and then she had moved to new york uh for college uh which worked out perfect because you know she was right here and so she was in 2018 she was competing at usa national miss new york and i went and saw her compete and my boyfriend kept being like, you, you know, you could, you could go up there and do that. And I was like, no, I can. First of all, like I'm plus size. Second of all, like I haven't been doing this for a whole life. I don't know what I'm doing. Can't do this. Like I'm a career, I'm a career woman, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> and, um, Caitlin ended up getting first runner up at that pageant. So the whole year went by and she had talked about doing it again, maybe, or, you know, I should do it with her. And then, you know, well, you know, I would only do like a plus size pageant, like if I were to do one. And it was this whole thing, whatever. But then she convinced me to do it with her. She was like, we're, we'll do it together. We'll do it for fun, right? It wasn't about winning for me. It was about like going up and doing a pageant, like meeting pageant girls that like I had known and like, like watched and this whole like fangirl thing for me, right? Like imagine like loving baseball and then like being like, yeah, I'm gonna go play like the Yankees. Yes. Like that's, that was like for me. And so we went and competed together. It was so great. Uh, his family came from Massachusetts. My boyfriend's family, Caitlin's family came mm-hmm. from Massachusetts and my family uh, all came like, you know, my one of my sisters like lives far away and everybody like you know it has so busy and I have two young nieces and everybody came and they all came to this pageant they all like met each other for the first time that was fun and it was all like about Caitlin winning 
Caitlin was first runner up. We needed her to win this year. Like that's all that it was. Like that's mm-hmm. what it was for me. They even like went into my interview and like talked about that. Like oh that, wow. Like, right like I was like well that's why like they had asked me is this your first pageant or whatever and I talked about it so Caitlin ended up winning Miss New York and it was like this most amazing moment like I'm crying on stage because Caitlin won it was so amazing I didn't get last place which was like all that like we really that was like the goal yeah and I was like I could have got last place but I was very much like I really would not like to get last place here um and then they ended up announcing the people's choice which was not something I had campaigned for or like asked people to like pay for like I posted on my social media but like and yeah. I, they announced me and it was New York and New Jersey together and I had won it was wow. it was insane like I can't I don't think I'll ever have a moment that felt like that because in no way did I think that was something attainable or that I was getting mm-hmm. If you watch the video or you see my pictures, like it's a pure, like what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? It's so funny because I have all these like cute pictures of my whole life, me like doing a. I know this is a, this is not a visual medium. This is a podcast, but I have all these like pictures of me doing like the pageant crowning face mm-hmm. my whole life, like oh, wow. dressed up, dressed up as like a pageant queen for Halloween and things like that. And then when I actually won, it's this picture of me being like, huh? Like super, super confused. <laughs> um, it's very funny. Um, but, um, so yeah, it was really awesome. And so then I, we went on, we got to do nationals together, his family, my family. Uh, so sorry that I said I'd make this the short, long story short. <laughs> um, and so I went on and we went on to nationals together and that was so awesome. She made top 15 and I had uh, won the national role model title. It was like literally just the most amazing experience. And I was like, all right, this was a great experience. I'll probably leave it on that. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up uh, being a judge for the Spirit Toys for Tots pageant uh, for the Spirit organization and really fell in love with their system. I, I was I was aging out of UNM, so it wasn't yeah. like I'd be able to do UNM again. Um, obviously, like I love UNM and I love my UNM sisters and everything exactly. like that. But I was I just like fell in love with spirit, and it was this community service based, and it was like more about it was about confidence and um it was just really really an awesome organization and I was like I would really love to to do to do this and like come and do this pageant but I you know as you know like pageants are not cheap and I'd like to like buy a house one day and live a life and so I was very much like okay I gotta stop after this but I really just couldn't get spirit out of my head. And mm-hmm. after I gave up my crown, it was for, for UNM. I just was thinking about it for a long time. And then, like, I sat my boyfriend down to, like, discuss this. And I I, I remember him being, like, nervous of what I was going to talk to him about. I was like, yeah. do, do you have a moment to talk? <laughs> and then I was like, uh, you know, I, I really want to do this pageant. I really want to be a part of the system. It's all about community service and, you know, all about sisterhood. And I just really want to be a part of it. And he was obviously so supportive. Mm-hmm. And so then I signed up um, in March and then I was I had a local title. Uh, and then I just competed in the beginning of August and mm-hmm. was crowned. And that's my journey. <laughs> which I think is just so amazing first of all I really love the fact that whenever you said that you went your first pageant and you were competing for the first time it wasn't about you you were so excited for your friend and 
I think that's something that's so important, especially in pageantry. Like, you need to be happy for whoever wins. Be happy for your friend that you're competing next to. Like, everybody can do great things with this title, but having that kind of just love and passion to be able to not only be excited for yourself, but excited for someone else, I think it's just so special. And I, I think a lot of girls um, actually don't have that quality. Like, they just think about them and they want to win, they want to win, but then when it, someone else does, they're not, you know, excited or they're like, oh man, I wish I would have won. And I just really love that you went into that pageant and had no clue how it's going to turn out, but you were just so happy to be there and just so excited just to have the experience. And I just think that it's just so cool. I really love that. Thank you. And I do yeah. think, I do think that there's obviously a lot of people out there who obviously they go, like they want to win and now like doing pageants and, and doing it, at, you know, something more, you know, I, under, you know, I get that you want to, that yeah. you want to win. Um, but I think I, what's really cool is seeing so much of the sisterhood with USA National Miss and with Spirit Organization and how those, I don't, you know, I haven't been a part of other ones, but I feel like everyone's really supportive mm -hmm. uh, in these two systems and uh, is supportive of the other girls who win and mm -hmm. the, the national queens. And that's something that I, I really love. Yeah, I, I, I admire that, actually. Actually, I remember being on stage because I, me and Alexa, we complete, competed together yeah. at UNO Nationals <laughs> in 2018. And I just remember them calling for calling you for role model and literally everyone went crazy. Like <laughs> everyone was so excited. And I really, that's why I love USA National Miss because we really are supportive of everyone. We're like, yes, go girl. You did that. You know? So that was, that was such a great moment. First of all, to like have one that there was just like unbelievable, but how supportive everybody was of me was like, yes. it was so nice. Like that moment in itself, mm -hmm. just like everybody was cheering me on the whole, the whole week. And I just wow. was like, I, I am like, I don't, I just met you guys. Why are you all so nice to yeah. me? Like, that's really what it was like, I, you know, I, and I, I spoke about it a little bit before about me being self-conscious about doing a pageant and being mm -hmm. plus nine. It was something that like I've gotten over now. Yeah. Um, and really embraced but I was not over it yet like yeah. I was not at nationals being over that like mm -hmm. I was feeling so conscious about it there's not a lot of plus size girls who do UNM mm -hmm. and I think we are changing that norm and I think there oh, yeah. are a lot more now um but and I think that UNM really is you know all about positive pageantry and all about yeah. like that you could like, mm -hmm. they've never been like, you can't, but I think that people were scared. People were like, yeah. not thinking that there was a world in which you could do that. And, and so like, that was in the back of my mind the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, I, that that's what people were going to think of me when they saw me. And that's definitely like, how I, I dealt with that stigma just in yeah. my life for a long time. Like, oh, is that what just people think of me as the plus size girl? But yeah. Um, as crazy as it is like pageants are the things that that have changed that for me exactly. I no longer think that people look at me and that's the first thing they think of I do not think that anymore and I have so much more confidence than I ever had in my entire life going on a stage and asking for judgment exactly <laughs> it's, it's like a weird phenomenon yeah. but that's the thing that's made me love myself the most is pageants that's so great and you know um I have a lot of people like when I first started um, a few years ago, we like the family was excited. And then after like I didn't win or 
Um, I went back the next time, and of course, you and I both know, I think we actually mentioned that pageants are not cheap at all. So going back over and over, they're like, oh, they're just taking your money, they're taking your money, but they do not realize the actual impact that being in a pageant actually has on a girl. It is just phenomenal. It really is. It really, like, has really changed my life, truly. And, like, I don't know if if it is something that you start at five. I don't know if it has yeah. that same effect. Mm-hmm. And I think it is about the system that you pick, right? I don't think that they're all exclusively all about loving yourself. Um, but, I mean, I... I, you know, I am plus size and I've always been like heavy, but I've like mm-hmm. only in my adult life was I really, um, I guess considered plus size, but I've always be- had really bad self-confidence issues. And if only like I could have that this, if this could have come into my life earlier and made earlier. me more confident, where like, right, you're, you're going in and you're, talking in an interview about all your qualities nobody's saying hey like what's your like what's your weight what size pants are you like no what have you done for the community what do you want to do with this title why do you want to be a role model it's those are the things that you're asked about those are the things that matter and it really makes you be like yeah these are not the most important things in life and I just I never think I don't think I could ever have seen myself here. Like, I don't think if you, oh, where will you be in 10 years from now? I'd be like, oh, I'd be a pageant queen. Um, but, uh, like, I would have been, I would have not have believed you. And because it was just like such a dream that was never a dream that I was going to go try to achieve. Yeah. Um, so I'm so glad that I did and could see all the positive sides that I don't necessarily, like, yeah, I watched Miss USA and Miss America on TV, but I wasn't seeing this side and was like, I could never do that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and never thought that it could be something that would change me in the way that it did. Exactly. I 100% agree, because this changed me so much and helped me understand the true, like, value of pageantry and going and helping your community. Um, it taught me a lot of confidence, because really, I was shy, and I wouldn't even talk, like, back when I was a kid, I would literally go and just be, like, my mom's hip attachment. I wouldn't go play with other kids, because I was just so shy, and just didn't want to put myself out there or, you know, that kind of thing. And like being here and being in pageantry has really helped shape me into who I am. And then ultimately get me out of the relationship that I was in that was very toxic. So having this platform, having this thing that I get to look forward to and all those pageant sisters that you get to meet, like all of the just family that bring, that brings into your life is just so special. And I'm glad that you were able to experience that way like I was. So Thanks. that's very exciting. <laughs> So we talked about USA National Miss and how we competed together. Yeah. How about talk about the patent system that you're currently with, your current title, and all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm part of this spirit organization. So I'm Miss Spirit of New York. What's really awesome is you can be at, like any age and compete. I'm not sure with like babies. I think it, it might yeah. be like five or six, but you could be a hundred years old and compete at oh, this point. Wow. Awesome. There's a, a Mrs. Division, there's an elite division, uh, and there's a, the, the Ms. Division that I'm in. And that, that was really exciting. Um, because like, obviously like I would have loved to continue with, with UNM, with my sister Queens, but <laughs> you know, there, there isn't a Miss Division even yeah. though we continue to fight for it, but yeah, he's going to not happen. 
<laughs> but um, so I really love that where it's really like, you know, any anyone can be and it's like super accepting. And it really is all like about community service and it's community service based. And I know we talked a little bit about uh, our last interview, but something that's really cool about it is when you sign up to compete mm-hmm. at your state, you have to have a certain amount. It's like six uh, appearance, community mm-hmm. service appearances before you can compete or they take mm-hmm. points off. So like exactly. you can't just go in and be like, oh, and I volunteer and I when I win, I want to do like you actually had to have done it. And I think in a lot of systems that is a like a frustrating uh, thing that happens is that you're like, I did so much with my local title and then blah, blah, blah one. And she had done, she hadn't done anything. And here literally you only join this pageant if you like community service and you want to do community service, which is really exciting for me. I started doing community service when I was 11, mm-hmm. like, and never because I was in pageants or never because I had to do that for school or anything like that. I've just been doing community service my whole life. So it's something that I've been passionate about. So to be around people who are also passionate about helping their community is really an exciting part. And then also like once you win the title, you Mm -hmm. don't get all, you don't get your whole prize package. You have to do a certain amount of um, community service appearances to then get uh, your prizes. And And then like, if you miss like two, like you'll take, you'll like get your title taken away, which I think is amazing. (laughs) I think it's really great that it keeps people accountable and it's not a pageant where girls are just going to do it because, oh, well, you know, there's a cool trip or, you know, there's money, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I'll win this cash prize and then I'll do nothing with it. And then I'll go, you know, to nationals the next year. It's like, it really is a place where I can harness all this passion that I've had for my community and bettering my community and do that and, you know, look pretty well I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were talking about in our last interview, how much we think that would be something that should be implemented across the board, because I know that I've seen, you know, Queens that go out and they, you know, represent with a pretty picture. And then when it comes to actually getting down and dirty with like community service and really making that difference, sometimes pageant Queens don't really, you know, do that. And honestly, I can say for myself, whenever I first started back when I was with Nam, like I did not do anything because I didn't know like that's what you should be doing with your title. But once I started doing more pageants and then I won with USA National in South Carolina a couple years ago, I truly understood as like, okay, you're not here to put on a pretty hat and put on this sash and walk around and take pictures. Like you're here to really make that difference. Go out in the community make something that you're passionate about. Like for the longest, I didn't have a platform. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, oh, I'd really like to start one, but I don't know how to do it or what to do. But now that I've been introduced to it and heard other people's platforms and like what they're passionate about, I was actually able to create something that's my very own. And it's just been such an enlightening experience and just something that I truly love so much because it has taught me to love more of others, but not just myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in talking about platforms, let's talk about yours and how you got started and how do you advocate for it? Sure. So my platform is Vote Local with Lex, which is all about the importance of voting in your local elections. Um, So I got started in this because I started volunteering on campaigns when I was 15. Um, I, it was actually, 
I started because I, I like weirdly love politics, whatever. Um, like as a 15 year old, I know that's really weird, but, uh, I was just like, I watched some of the shows and, you know, just was interested in it and I couldn't vote that year. It was the 2008 election and I couldn't vote that year in a big presidential election. And I was like, well, if I can't vote, then I'm going to volunteer. And I'm going to volunteer on this campaign. So that's what I, that's what I did. And then from there, like always knew I wanted to go into politics. Um, but from there, it's funny because I started in campaigns and then I tried out a bunch of different things. It's like, oh, well, do I want to do campaigns or do I want to be a lawyer or do I want to work in government? Or I tried everything out, but I came back to where I was when I was 15 and that's what I do for a living now. I run, (laughs) I run political campaigns and hopefully one day I'll run a presidential campaign. Oh yeah. Um, so the platform, I've worked in all these different campaigns, right? Because I do that professionally. I've done it for a long time. Um, I've worked in local races, federal races, state ballot initiatives, uh, statewide campaigns, uh, congressional campaigns, things like that. And I've seen what low voter turnout has on our community. And I see mm-hmm. that people all across the country think their vote doesn't matter. They don't realize that in a local election, your vote really, really matters, right? Because everyone's always like, yes, your vote matters and your vote matters. But Mm -hmm. I've won an election by one vote and I've lost by 35 and people don't realize that. And people think, oh, well, the president or your congressperson, like that's who's making the laws. They don't realize like your sheriff, that's something that you were electing. Your local county legislators, mm-hmm. your town council members, those are really the people that are making most of the laws that are affecting your everyday life. And you might not know who those people are. And that's totally okay if you don't know who those people are. I'm here to educate people on how they can find out who that is and never to like shame them into not knowing who that is because mm-hmm. like as a 15 year old I knew, but that was strange. Yeah. And as a 35-year-old you might not know, and as a 60-year-old you might know, and that's totally okay, but I'm here to be like, hey, if you have an opinion and you want change in your community, this is your, the most effective way to do it, is mm-hmm. to vote in these local elections. Yeah. Uh, right. So this year is a presidential campaign, so everyone's talking about that, but there's a lot of other races that will be on your ballot in November that are really important for you to vote on, and, mm-hmm. and you might live in New York and think, hey, I live in New York and my vote doesn't matter in a presidential race because it's not a swing state, but there are so many races where it does, right? So I usually go around to like high school, colleges, civics groups, activists groups, talk about that. Um, Obviously, because of COVID, can't do that right now. Uh, But uh, I created a website, votelocalwithlex.com, where I put a lot of those resources. And I'm also just like there, like I have people who will just like slide into my DMs with questions on voting. And I'm here to just like help you answer them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that it is like uh, the information is accessible to you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So you know, it's there for you to, to have it. People just don't realize that they, they can find this out. And they, people don't realize that votes get that close, right? Like there was this whole, this huge wave in 2017 where everybody voted, but still in my community it was, yes, the highest turnout ever, but it was like 26% turnout. Yeah. Like nobody, still nobody was voting. Yeah. And so I just want people to, to understand that, to know like, this is, this is the important stuff, man. Like, please vote, please. Yes. <laughs> You're just out there pleading. 
like seriously like because i it's like all i talk about always and now like that that is my pageant platform it's like well i'm just talking about my pageant platform and my friends are like no you, you talk about this all the time anyway this yeah your life's platform <laughs> <laughs> which is actually what's so special about it because really a platform is supposed to like last beyond pageantry and right. you have set yourself that's just absolutely perfect like it's <laughs> what you do every day you get to advocate about it and then when you do win titles like this you get pageant queens and other audiences that you typically probably wouldn't see or wouldn't get to talk to now that you're actually a pageant queen and getting to advocate for this as well Right. It's really just, uh, it's like, I feel like it's a con for me because it's like, uh, it's like, uh, hey, now that I've had like, hey, you like my crown now that I have your attention, let me tell you why you should vote. <laughs> Which I'm like, I never want to tell anybody who to vote for. I just want them to know that there might be an election you don't know about that's like in June or yeah. you know what I mean? There, there's your local, you know, your taxes that's not made by the president necessarily your you know homeowner taxes that you're annoyed at or just like things that are happening in your community that you are frustrated with or want change in or not even frustrated but if you just want to say in your community mm -hmm. you just want a voice like there is a way for you to do that and that is that is voting yeah and I personally have experienced where like I just I don't know anything about it sometimes it can be a I, we think it's a scary experience for people that are a lot younger. So what would you tell someone that is younger, has no clue, they're kind of scared to go vote because they don't really know what the process looks like? Like, what is your um, advice? Yeah, so I have like a couple things definitely want to like, just touch on. So first, you want to register to vote, right? Or you want to make sure that you're registered to vote. So you might have registered to vote in high, in high school class, in your civics, social studies class or something, or you might not have, um, yeah. and that's okay, but you should check to see if you're registered first. Maybe you've moved, maybe you were in mm -hmm. college, like that's totally okay. And if you registered when you were in college and now you need to change that, like just, I don't want anyone to be intimidated by the process or anything yeah. like that. And I know that it can be. So really the easiest thing is you can always go to my website, votelocalwithlux.com, which is going to give you resources, but <laughs> vote.org is a great place for you to always just go and ask any of these questions and check. So go to vote.org, see if you register to vote. And if you're not, it'll give you a link on how to register in your state. Okay. And then you want to find out who's voting. Uh, I mean, who's running in your area for mm -hmm. this race. So do you have a primary that's coming up? Is it a primary that's just for a certain party or is it, um, you know, a general primary? for your election in November, just you want to go find out that general information. Mm -hmm. So the best place for that, um, you know, you can just always Google, like, let's say you live in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to type in elections in Charlotte, right? And you, you usually, it'll put you places, right? Google's your best friend, yeah. but ballotopia.org is a really good place where that'll point you in the right direction on who's going to be on your ballot. Because even like, the street across the street might be in a different trustee district or yeah. like something mm -hmm. weird. So, um, you know, it's not like, oh, well, I live on Long Island, so my ballot's the same. You know, it's, it's, things are very different based on the exact pinpoint of where you live. So go to ballotopia.org, look and see who's running, and then look up those people. 
because of COVID, everything is really accessible online for you right now. So, you know, if you want to just go look up their bios and look at their websites or look at their Facebook or look at their Instagram, or some of them even have TikToks. Yeah. (laughs) You can go and you can do that. Or if you want to get more into the woods, if they're an incumbent, they're someone that's already in office and they are on the town council, you could go in, you can watch town council meetings online. You can see the upcoming ones you could go into the archives like everything's available for you online if you search for it um and so it depends on how much you you know you want to know but everything's there for you and then you want to figure out what the state laws are for you for voting this coming november there's still a couple of states that have primaries coming up so you know look that up and see if that's your state Mm -hmm. but find out what that's going to be does your state do early voting which is every Saturday or every Tuesday in October. Um, can you vote by mail? Has your governor made an executive order that you can vote absentee ballot because of COVID? Do you have to just vote on election day? What times are your polls open? Find that out because every state is different. And now because of COVID, things have changed. So yeah. you don't want election day to come around and you to not know because also it's like, how, you know, how safe do you feel right now in COVID and voting? This is, yeah. again, not something that you don't want to scare people away from voting. So there is ways to do it safe. So mm-hmm. your state might let you vote by mail or by absentee or by early voting where you can like vote the Saturday before and social distance and then there's less people there. So there's ways to do this and ways in which we need to make sure that we vote this November, but we do it safely and every state, you know, that's going to be different. So again, look on vote.org for that. And then you want to make a voting plan for yourself after you got all that information. Mm -hmm. After you saw who you're voting for and maybe you haven't made your decision yet on who you're going to vote for, but you're, you're seeing who's in that race, you know, what more about them, then maybe you'll get more of their messaging or see their commercials and you'll make your decision. You want to come up with a plan. Like when, when are you going to go out of those options that you're given? Uh, What time of day are you going to go? How are you going to get there? Things like that. I know that sounds a little silly and you might get that call on election day where someone's like hey what's your voting plan how are you getting there are you taking a bus and you're gonna be like that's really weird and i know somebody that's listening right now has been like i've gotten that call and thought that's really weird but that is a way to keep yourself accountable so in campaigns like that is something that we do uh, because it's proven that like people will be like yeah of course i'm gonna 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 go vote but then they don't have a plan and then all of a sudden their lunch break came and they were sitting talking to Susie and they didn't go to the lunch and then they had to go grab dinner and now polls are closed and they didn't go so thinking about your plan ahead of time and makes you more accountable to go Mm -hmm. right and then get your friends and, and family to vote like my friends will just tell everybody like I have a friend who like you know, one by one vote. And so like, you have to go vote. Like tell everyone that story, please tell them. And like, I have one friend who's always like, I always know that you're going to ask me if I voted. So now I vote. And like, you know, keep your friends accountable, tell your friends and family how it's important, how it's not all about the presidential election this year and how, you know, about your local legislators or about the things that now you've looked up and, you know, just please don't be intimidated by it. Please don't, you know, it might, it might be overwhelming. Take it little by little. You mm-hmm. don't need to understand everything. Like you don't need to 
understands the inner working of every single position, but you need to vote for who best represents yourself because everybody here does have an opinion and everyone's voice does matter. And I want everyone's voice to be heard, no matter which side of the aisle that is, no matter what party you're a part of, mm -hmm. you should be voting for somebody that best represents you and you should have a say in that. Now, I know there's some of you who might be not 18 and yeah. you can't vote. So you're like, well, you know, this is garbage. Yeah. Why am I listening? Yeah. There are things that you can do. So first you can volunteer, right? I started volunteering at 15 because I couldn't vote. So you could go volunteer on a campaign. Now, obviously in a lot of states, like in New York right now, we don't have our campaign offices open, but we have internship programs. Uh, I started as an intern. I interned for seven years before I started wow. like working in politics, like after I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way for you to first of all, get like internship experience. And I got my first job out of someone that I knew when I was 15, when I interned for them, you know, like that's a, you know, networking and great connections and the things you'll learn. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can always intern, volunteer, things like that. That's just like great for volunteer experience and professional experience in networking. And you can also, you could go to those local meetings, right. When those open up again, you can watch them. You can be a part of them. You could go to your town council meetings. You could go to, you know, you could watch your state representatives and their sessions and stuff like that. And you could learn more about that, about things and bills. And you could look up what bills, what laws are you interested in. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of you listening are pageant girls, right? And you have mm -hmm. platforms that you're interested in, right? Yeah. So mental health awareness or American Cancer Association, there are certain laws and bills that you want to get passed, right? There are certain things mm -hmm. in your platform that you're like, you know, the, there's great legislation and there's things that I want to be done. Make an appointment with your local representative. I've worked for local representatives. I've been around local representatives. They take meetings. People think that like their local officials aren't accessible to them, but they are. You call nicely and you say, hi, I'd like to have a meeting about this piece of legislation and they're not going to turn you away. It might be a, you know, a meeting with their chief of staff or their staff members, but their office is always going to take, you know, a meeting with you. It's as easy as that. Like you might be, you might look and you say, like, oh, I saw, you know, Miss you know, Washington, she was, you know, at the state capitol today talking to her state senator. I wish I had that opportunity. It's as easy as calling their office. Yeah. And let's say you're watching TV, right? You're, and there's something that you're, that's going on right now socially that you care about. Call your local representatives and tell them, like, if you and your friends, if you, there's something, not even saying that you have to make a meeting with them or something like that, but make your voice heard. Like, yeah. If you care about strawberries, like I, you know, I want to be as nonpartisan as possible. So I'm yeah. not going to be like an actual thing, but like <laughs> you really care about strawberries and you don't want strawberries to be illegal in, um, you know, the county of, uh, in, es in Essex County. You're like, Hey, I heard that strawberries are going to become illegal in Essex County. And like, they cannot be. Mm -hmm. Your representatives are voting on bills and passing legislation based on what their constituents mm -hmm. want. So if you get 50 of your friends to call and say, we don't want you to make strawberries illegal, that is going to make a difference in how that person votes. And so you can just make your voice heard in so many ways. Obviously, 
I think voting is the most important part. <laughs> but there's so many other ways. And like, if you're not 18 yet, like there are so many things you could do. And reach out to me if you have questions and you are, you know, and I talk really fast. I get it. <laughs> but just know, like, you go to votelocalwithlex.org. You can message me on there. You can message me on Instagram. You could just go to vote.org and you could just Google, like, just Google away. Like, let's do it. Let's vote. Let's have the highest turnout ever. Let's be that generation that does it. Yes. And that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. I love, love, love this because I personally have always been intimidated by voting, whether it be like, generally I would just never know my own counties, like people, like I would see the signs on the side of the road, like vote for sheriff, blah, blah, blah. Or like vote for, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, I see them and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really know what that means. So I'm just going to ignore it. And now that I'm talking to you and like, you're talking about how simple and how easy it is to just make that phone call or look online for what you need to know or what you're not understanding. I think it's just so special because I've been one of those people that just feel like because I don't know, then I'm incompetent and I, I, I can't go vote because I have no clue what I'm voting for or any of that. But speaking with you, you've really laid it out completely it's like okay this is exactly what you need to do and I think that is so so important and I'm so glad that I was able to have you on to share about that because we have all these elections and stuff coming up and I've been very overwhelmed personally and I know people who are listening right now have been very overwhelmed and just having that step-by-step -step that they can come back and they can listen to over and over if they're not quite sure or if they're feeling a little bit intimidated, like, I think it's just something that's going to be so great. And I'm so excited that I get to share this with my well, Thank you. And thank you for letting me talk about it. Cause I'm just a broken record talking about it <laughs> to, to the same people over and over. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and if, if, if you are the only person who took something from this today that I have succeeded, yes. so I'm really glad that you could listen to my TED talk today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to be able to start making my plan. Cause I also completely agree, like holding yourself accountable and making that plan to go vote. Cause it's so easy. You're like, okay, I need to go drop off this today. It is so easy to be like, yeah. eh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm, I'll do it next week. But like, yeah. this is so important. It's very time sensitive and like you have to go when it's your time. So having that accountability, I think is very important as well. And I'm yeah. super glad that you brought that up because I hadn't even thought about it. I was like, it's oh. so funny. Cause that's like, that's like something that we do on election day. We like call people and we're like, and, and how are you getting there? Yeah. And I'm always like, it sounds so like intrusive. Yeah. But I swear <laughs> that it's helpful because you're like, Oh, well, I haven't thought of that. Oh, I don't have a ride. And then we're like, Oh, well, we'll come give you a ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of times too, it's like, so that we can think of these problems and like figure out, you know, how to fix them. Yes. Oh man. Thank you so much. That has been so informative for me and I'm so excited for my listeners to hear. It's going to be amazing because I know there's a lot of people my age and I actually have a little sister. She's going to be 18 this year so she can actually vote. So she's also in the same position I am where we feel over overwhelmed. I mean, I'm about to be 23 and still feel overwhelmed I'm like I don't know what's going on so that's totally normal like it's yeah. it's overwhelming to like at any age mm -hmm. there's a lot of local electeds like in your community 
Like yeah. that's just the way that this country works. And uh, I just want people to know that there are resources out there for them yeah. to make it in, an easier experience for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> now I actually get something to do after this podcast. I'm trying to <laughs> local uh, people who are going to be, who are either running or whatever it may be, I'm going to go search it for sure. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, so it's been so exciting and so awesome to have you here. If you. anybody wants to go and message Alexa about any questions they have, I know she'll be absolutely happy to answer anything because she is very, very passionate about getting people <laughs> out there to vote. <laughs> so I just thank you so much for being here and I can't wait for everyone to hear our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey girl. Thank you so much for listening and allowing me to be a part of your journey and living your courageous life. I am so incredibly grateful you are here. And if this podcast has brought some value into your life, please share it with your friends or someone you know who needs that extra encouragement today. If you are feeling extra inspired, please head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I love you all so, so much. And until the next episode, remember to always live courageously.